Hello. Ooh, got to fix some levels real quick, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take a sip of water here. How you doing? I'm doing all right. My throat's pretty sore, so I'm probably going to be doing a lot less talking this time. That's good. That's good. A lot of fans will be excited about that one. Um, So, a lot has went down since the last episode. We could talk about the highlights. We could talk about the lowlights. Um, a lot of shit, but uh, we went to a comedy show. Uh, we got some free tickets to a comedy show. Uh, Theo Vaughn, and I, I was a, I was quite the experience, mostly because of uh, the horny Uber driver. You horny? Oh up. yeah! You got you got this guy so worked up. Mm-hmm. He was Jamaican, and he was like right away hop in the car. This guy was so fucking Jamaican. He was listening, he's rapping, he was singing, and he's like, "Oh man, what you doing, man? Yeah. Hey, where you guys going, huh?" And we we're talking about comedy, and you just you start going off on him. You start just talking with him, mm-hmm. having a good time. No, no problem there, but. I forgot how it started, but you you were like, you talked about something of like having more energy when you're having sex or something, Did I? I and then remember. and then he started saying like, oh, you know, you know the best way to lick a pussy. Dude, is you can't do tongue. any. <laughs> He's like your tongue, the tongue. You you have so much strength in your tongue, and he started you, and you said you know. Oh the no, here's what it was. I was t- talking about doing tongue exercises. Yeah, to it, fix snoring. Okay, that's he started laughing on that, and then he just he just went off, like especially towards the end of the ride. Yeah. You eat ass, you eat ass, huh? Yeah, man, so eat- good. Yeah, he had, he did have a deeper voice though. He had like he definitely had a deeper voice. Yeah, he uh he was screaming at the end of the ride. He was screaming out the window. Yeah, at least. Oh, she got the fatty. <laughs> oh, oh, that what you eat, girl? Bop, bop, bop. What, what you the, eat? What you eat, huh? Oh, look at Ooh, that one. Look at that. You think that's real? <laughs> Yeah, there was a little girl next to this other yeah. woman, and he's like, "Oh, look at that girl! Oh, I, I was love, like, the kid? I love this city." I was like, the "Okay, I'm, I'm fucking it up." That was already. perfect. I was like, "The kid?" No, he's like, "No, and the woman." <laughs> but uh, dude, you got that dude so horned up; it was so funny. And then, what do you think about the comedy show? I, I thought it was all right. I um, yeah, so it was Theo Vaughn. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I well, I, both you and I had the same reaction, which was like, I'm not trying to take anything away from Theo Vaughn, but we were both like. I could fucking do that shit. Like we were, we're, there was one joke that flat out he made it. He didn't even make a joke. He just said something, and people were like, "Yeah,", <laughs> yeah! I, and he just sort of had that look in his eye where he's smiling as if he's pretending that he was joking. But in the like for a second, you could see in his eye he was like, "Bitch, that wasn't even a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even. I wasn't even trying to be funny." It was definitely his audience. Like he, it was his his like. Projected audience. Wait, you figured that's a big part of it, though. Del- once we, were find- Delco. we were in Delco. We were in Delaware County. Yeah. Wilmington, so Delaware. You lived there once for Once you bit. find your audience, yeah. that's a big part of the journey is, yeah, of course they're going to laugh more because they, they're they seeking you out. Exactly. Because you, they, you know, you're you hitting their, that chord perfectly for them. So. Yeah, they uh, are seen almost three fights, and they weren't those fight fights, fist to cuffs. It was just like... One great. was just a weird beta cut guy. It was all that. That was just like... He is. Do not touch me. Get out of my do way. Do not touch me. Like it was. It was a bunch really of really weird. It we was wa- super weird. Right when we walk in, there was a drunk guy, white, tall dude, screaming at the chauffeurs, and these chauffeurs looked like they did not belong there. It was a comedy show, but they were like dressed to the nine, mm-hmm. and they were like in these little like red. They coat didn't suits. look like they were for a guy who has a mullet. Yeah, this little Filipino man confronted us and he's like hello would you like me to take you to your seats uh 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I was like, oh, yeah, one second, let's get a drink. And then he was so nice to us. And then this white dude comes yelling at one of them. He's like, oh, fuck, this is the best show ever, man. Like, you guys are fucking awesome. Like, screaming at him. I was like, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, that guy. I remember. Yeah, he was drunk off his ass. He's like, best customer service. Best customers. Yeah, you guys are fucking great. Oh, my God. That's what he was like. Yeah. But it was all right. We had a good time. Went back to our friend's house and chilled for a bit. Uh, that place was a trip. Yeah, th- this guy's house is looks like a museum. He's got he's got an uh, uh, a, an alien statue that I kept seeing in the corner of my eye, thinking it was a person. I kept thinking there was like a break and enter. Yeah, that, that house was, was it was out in the middle of nowhere. But I mean, I guess you want to buy a house and have its own, you know, far right wing community where nobody lets you in if you're like uh, under a certain shade of color yeah. you know yeah then that's the, ho- the housing for you yeah we uh they're all driving go-karts around there mm-hmm. waving the trump flag saying like trump won you know in sharpie um but yeah that's a great area great area nice people but yeah dude fucking uh what you been up to what you what you been doing dude what do you mean what i've been up to you had a shooting I'll yesterday try. i don't <laughs> get, i'm not we're Listen, all I've been doing is drinking and questioning every decision I make. Okay, you were in a shooting yesterday. That's all I want to hear about. Yeah, was, there's a public shooting. It, I never in my life thought I'd be involved in a, an active shooter situation. That's not true. Every American in this country has always thought that that might happen. Okay, you think you live in head. America. There's two things in this country we have. Peanut butter and mass shootings. Exactly. There's nothing more American than mass shootings. But think about that. Like you think about everybody thinks in their head. They're all like, okay, if this were to happen, I would do this, do this, this. But bro, that shit happens so fast, you have no time to think. So what ended up happening? Yeah, I want to hear the play by play. Yeah. So what ended up I'll tell you right now. So what ended up happening? I um I'm I work at the mall and the shooting happened at the mall, of course, right? So uh, I'm I'm at the mall. I, I show up to work. I have a little short shift. Um, they change me. I was supposed to work in the back only, like at the mm. back of the store. And then uh, they flip me to the front for a little bit. Like, can you help out in the front? So I show up. Dude, the store is fucking packed. It's Sunday evening. It, there is over 100 customers in the store. I swear to God. There are so many people in the store. And I was like, should we? Just tell people who oh, don't. Sorry, it's a tech store. It was just like called a tech yeah, store. Yeah, it's basically like Best Buy, yeah, but yeah. not Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. So we we I was in there and I was like bringing product to customers, and bro, people, you know, one of those days uh, where you're at a busy store like that, and people were just trying to grab you, and customers are like, hmm. "Hey, I need help over here, over here." Hmm. Do people were like just getting really aggressive? Yeah, aggressive. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" And I just like went to the back. Uh, I started fixing things, and so I was in this room where we fix things. And I, uh, I was just at a certain point, somebody was like, hey, can you go back out there to help out? And I, I don't know what it was, but I had a feeling of like, I'm going to get out there and hurry up and get the fuck back in here. I can tell you what it was. What? Is that people suck and you didn't want to be around them. But I, I usually never like when I'm when I'm talking to people, I usually try to at least spend a little bit of a time and slow down the interaction. OK. Instead of being like, fuck you, give me give me this. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I took the product and I was like, all right, I'll fix your phone. So I ran in the back. And as soon as I did that, I, there was four of us in there. You know, all four of them. I won't say their names, but one of them was a teacher. Mm. OK, that works at this high school. Mm. Uh, one was a new hire. I don't know. And then another one. It was just like this really quiet dude. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm on repairs and I'm fixing stuff. And um, I hear like, ah! Ah! And I was like, and it's like very faint. So like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, okay, the store is busy, whatever. And then I hear like, 
like that banging on the wall times a hundred. And then I hear a woman screaming like bloody murder. Like get the fuck out of my way. Get the and then everybody's screaming. So this and is like, from, you're hearing this from inside the room? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I was like, holy fuck. I immediately get up and the quiet kid's like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? It's just funny how everybody reacts in those situations. And I got up and I, I'm heart's beeping. My dren- I looked at my watch after this. So you didn't happened. hear any bang? No, the whole room was banging. Mm. So we get up and uh, and I'm like, get the door. And, and then uh, the teacher, they, I guess they do training like this all the time. Mm-hmm. And dude, your, your mind goes immediately to a public shooting. Right. Immediately. Right. So I went to the door. You know where the door's at. And I, 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 we lo- I lock it. And we, me and uh, the teacher are holding the door shut. But what about other people? It, it's just us four in the room. But what about people that need to get in? They, they know the code. There's a code to get in. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I, that, so think about that for a second. I want you to think about that. So the room was shaking because people were pounding. What were they pounding on? Their heads were bouncing off the wall. That wall is steel. The walls are made out of steel. Their heads were bouncing off the wall. You know why? Why? Because there's a fucking stampede, bro. Which way were they going? All hundred people, all hundred people of those more in the store ran to the back. To the steel door. Yeah. So they're all hitting the steel door. They don't know how to open it because they're they don't they don't work there. And then um uh, you know, later on I hear people's different perspectives. So I'll give you the perspective yeah, of that stampede. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that stampede was, is hitting the door. They don't know how to open this door. It's a steel door. There's no handle. There's a button to get it, but they don't know how to open the button. And then that's what I'm hearing. And then I'm like, oh fuck. And then I grab a weapon. I grab a, the fire extinguisher. Yeah, this is the closest thing. And I could hit them over top of the head with that. And then Michelle's like, oh, we should probably bleep that out. But the teacher's like, um, open it and uncork it. We're going to spray them with it first. Mm. Cause my, we're thinking that's good thinking. Yeah. What I'm thinking is there's a shooter and we have to like hunker down and hide in here. You're right. I'm not thinking about the other people right now. I'm just mm. thinking about my, my life and mm. the people in this room, mostly because I'm behind, I'm behind a door. There's no window. There's a little people, but you don't see shit. So I'm thinking like the worst, these people are getting shot. Um, and if, if it was an employee, right. And they would know how to get in right. the code or whatever. If so it was, there's a code that snapped and was trying to shoot all and that door's a fucking huge it's door. It's a bulletproof door. A bulletproof yeah. door. You can't get in there. So my safest bet is to hunker down, stay in there. Mm. And then I, I, people are still yelling and screaming bloody murder. I'm, I've literally had a nightmare last night. Like the, the sounds, I think that's what fucked me up the most because I'm just imagining things and that your imagination could really fuck with you, especially when you do, you can't see what's going on, but you just hear sounds. Mm. So I was literally just hearing these br- blood curdling screams of like bloody murder. It was like what like they're just saying like oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, or, yeah. Saying, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my fucking god. And then I hear a woman say get the fuck out of my way. Get the fuck out of my way. And then those b- people's heads bouncing off the door because that door, that steel door finally opens mm. and dude, all 100 people funnel through this skinny hallway, you know where the hallway mm-hmm. is. And there's shit in the way. There's dude, byproducts and people, and, kids. Yeah. A dog was in there mm-hmm. and they all got trampled and they, they ran to the back door and that back door opened up to the parking lot. People flooded in the parking lot. Some people couldn't make it because they got hit or like trampled and they like hit in a corner mm-hmm. or something. But yeah, I stayed in there and it kind of started dying down a little bit. You don't hear anything. But dude, we stayed in there for like five, five minutes and not doing shit like and the whole time this was happening. That quiet kid was in my ear just like. KJ, 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 what's going on? KJ. And I was like, back, back up, man. Back, go, go turn this. You need to relax. You need to relax. Back up. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I was just like, back up, man. Back up. And uh, he was like, I'm going to calm down. 
And then uh, we stand there for a little bit longer. I started looking at that people. You mm. can't see shit, that people. And you just see shadows of people kind of like walking back out towards the front. And we have security guards where we work. Yeah. And these guns. guys, yeah, these guys carry guns. Most because it's we live in Pennsylvania and it's, it's completely legal to do that. Mm. Other states like in New York, those security guards are not allowed to do that. Mm. And there was recently a stabbing at one of those places mm. and the security guards couldn't do shit. So the security guards got stabbed. But granted, this is Pennsylvania. So those security guards have guns. So I look at the people and dude, I see the security guard like gri- gripping his belt like he's holding a his uh, his gun. Yeah. And then he's looking around like completely calm, like back Which and forth, back and forth. Like, I don't know their names. It what did he look like? The were, weird one? It was the jacked one. He's the only one that I kind of like. He kind of looks like me. No, he's he's shaved blonde, shaved head. Yeah. No beard, no facial hair, mm. kind of jacked. Um, and then it was uh, Scott, and then it was like a, the dude that smokes outside all the mm. time. Um, so that it was that guy, the big jo- yoked one. And they're all cops, you know, and they're all, he's looking around, and he's like directing people in and out. And then I, I just stayed in there. We just stayed in there. And the only thing you could really do is like try to go back to normal after that. And I just kept making jokes. Jokes. That's the only way I knew how to deal with things. First of all, I'm like, we're, we're not closing down this place. They're, even if there was a mall shooting, I know the company we work for, they're still going to stay open. There's no way something. So I'm just like, whatever. Like, uh, let's just stay in here. And you I started back to work. No, I couldn't. I was just. Like I was fine, but my my fingers were I was adrenaline rushed. Yeah. So I couldn't really do anything with my fingers. So I started texting you. And then what'd you say to me? You I were, told me I told you, do not text me or look at your phone if you're in danger. Because you texted me, you said the the funny th- the thing was I was I was about to text you because you had texted me something unrelated. And then I was about to text you back. And right as I'm about to text you, I see the on your phone my phone pops up. Dude, there's a shooting, there's an active shooter at the mall. Mm-hmm. And I started texting you, and I'm like, wait a second. I should not be texting you right now because I don't want to be the asshole that is distracting <laughs> you when a mass shooter walks into the store. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, how fucking stupid would that That's be? Stupid, yeah, so I said I said something like, do not text me or look at your phone if you are in danger. Yeah, yeah. And and, and it was a dangerous situation, mostly because I... And, and then you didn't text me, and that scared the <laughs> shit out of me for like an uh, hour. You I, didn't yeah. text me for like an hour, and I'm like, yo... I, I for the like and, and I mind you I'm refreshing the news over and Did over. You see I'm it? checking. Did you see the news? Oh, and stuff? I've seen the video and all that too. But just like imagine, moment, imagine looks, my head yeah. like where I'm like he hasn't texted me. It's been like an hour. Yeah. What the fuck is going on Bro. over there? Okay, so after it kind of started dying down, uh, somebody put the code in to get in the room, and it was. Uh, okay. And you know this older person, woman, and she's like. You know, she was flustered, bro. And of course, she took off her mask. She's like, fuck this. And everybody's at that point. Dude, it's so funny. At that point, when something's going down like that, fuck masks. Yeah. Everybody's took them off. Everybody took the mask off. Nobody cared. Security guard, everybody, they all took the mask mm. off. And then, dude. Well, because you need to breathe. Of course. I kept mine on. I didn't really, mm. I didn't really care. But anyways, that she, uh, she, she was in, behind the bar, behind, right in front of that door. And she told us her perspective. And what had happened was... Yeah. There was a uh, a lot of people in there, right? Uh, it's really weird, but there was a dog in there too. And before anything happened, that dog ran behind the bar and started like cowering behind the bar. And then Jude, I cut these names out, but she looked at the dog. The worker looked at the dog and was like, "What the fuck is this dog doing here?" And the dog's like, 
and then uh, and then another person runs behind the bar uh, not a, a, a customer ran behind the 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 place the bar and he started cowering too he's like oh and then they thought like they were chasing the dog so nobody heard the gun i don't know dude and mm-hmm. I, I don't i i think what happened was it was so close there might have been but they seen people running so that the people were running in front of the store and then everybody in the store all 100 people started being like oh fuck and people were screaming so when you see people screaming like you know 50 60 people screaming mm-hmm. and running I think it scared all those customers yeah. to run to the back of the store because you're not going to go outside the store where you think the shooting is or whatever's right, happening. Right. So it just created this max mask stampede. That's going to be a huge liability for them. Oh, 100%. Future, yeah. So she said she looked at a, another employee and was like, we got to get these customers out of here. And I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. But so they were like, they opened the door. So everybody flooded in the door. Um, another, another employee was there and he told me there was a six month old baby with a mom there. And that six month old baby was in a little like shopping cart and er- nobody gave a fuck. Everybody was pushing the mom. They were like, pushing- I kind of, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It is kind of difficult to imagine prioritizing any, but like, so for in the door situation, I can imagine letting people in, in the stampede situation. I, a stampede is different than when, once you are found a safe place. It makes sense to me to let some people in, but in a stampede, yeah, I mean, and this is what I've heard about like earthquakes in LA and everything like that, like all civil, all civilian barriers break down. Like everybody oh, yeah. push old people out of the way. Okay, fuck. Yeah. So the, one of the employees saw that it was, hmm. he was holding the, he was holding. Yeah, of course he was, uh. <laughs> the other one wasn't in, in sight. Um, so he was holding the mom like close to his back and protecting the kid, I guess, because, dude, that kid was getting trampled and pushed. Yeah. And then he like this. People were still coming. And then he pushed the mom in front of him with the stroller. And he's like, go, go, go. And they were trying to go through the door and fucking her, the stroller got stuck. And that's when I heard. Why that. would you take the stroller? <laughs> dude, the stroller got stuck in the doorway. And that's when I heard that woman scream. Get the fuck out of my way. So she got stuck and people were pushing her and that's when chaos broke out. But I don't blame that because it is one, it's stupid to bring the fucking stroller. And second, what a stupid way to die. There was like a- imagine there's a mass shooter coming and you're like, like, how do I get around this stupid stroller? Like, bro, there was a lot of stupid shit going on. Yeah, I believe one it. Of, one of the people that had access to open the back door, um, anybody could open that back door. Mm-hmm. It's just alarm goes off. Yeah. So the... He was thinking, oh, I got to go unlock that door. But that's where. Uh, but that's where your mind goes, where you, you get the simplest things, you know, it goes off if you don't practice this, the scenario. Mm-hmm. So he thought, like, I had to go do that, but it's still open. So it slams open and the alarm goes mm-hmm. off. And we were in there like, what the fuck's going on? Because you just hear alarms, people screaming and shit. So that's when we really hunkered down. And a lot of people's perspectives from that is as haunting because like. Yeah, I want to hear more about like there's there's a lot more. So it, it I just want to complete my version where yeah, yeah, we just stayed it. in that Jude the uh, person came in and told us what her perspective that the stampede and then we just like we're all just didn't know what to do. They locked down the store. We 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 you could see into our store. So if a shooter shot in, I'm sure he could shoot in our store. That this is glass. It's not it's just a big glass. Yeah. Somebody wall. hit that glass wall with their water bottle. It broke it. Right. So they could shoot through there. So nobody's out in the front of the store. Customers. Everybody was hiding in the back. 
not where I was at. It was only a few people in there, but in the, the storage room. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm not going out there. Fuck that. Like I'm staying right here. I started texting everybody. I was safe. Mm. Um, and I just want everybody to know because a lot of people were getting messages instantly. Like five minutes after that happened, somebody fucking recorded it. The shooting. They sh- yeah. There's a video of the exact shooting, but yeah. there were multiple people with guns. Um, there, there, like, have you seen the foot- footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I seen the footage in the moment. Somebody showed it to me while we were on lockdown. The security guards who are policemen, mm-hmm. they locked the store down. They all carrying. Two of them were patrolling back and forth. One of them was outside the store patrolling like on guard. So yeah, they okay. were all just doing a perimeter search constantly, constantly, constantly. And then, you know, somebody showed me the video when we we're in lockdown. And I, I, the screaming is just, I don't like that screaming. Like, yeah. I scream a lot, but it's like, it's funny. I'm making fun of shit, but the screaming of a, a normal person is just is well. Very in haunting. the video, you see the stampede. Yeah, yeah, and, and you the, hear the some screaming. Yeah. I turned it down. The person's. Like, it's funny. The person who films it is stampeding, but they're also screaming. I got that shit on video. I got that shit on what video. What an asshole! But it, well, what's funny is is that you saw what happened, so there's no reason for you to stampede per se. I can imagine turning around, the ducking around the corner. But when you see that it's not a mass shooter, it's just two fucking morons shooting each other in the mall, then there's no point in participating in a stampede. Yeah, but Everybody know- else who hears four sh- consecutive shots, yeah. if you hear four consecutive shots, you fucking run yeah. for your life because I, this is America say, and people will kill you. Yeah, right? we should say it wasn't a mass shooter. You know, we didn't know at the time. There was a lot of conflicting, you know, reports. But the main the thing that's really scary about this situation is, of course, we have signs. Nobody pays attention to signs. Yeah, of course not. We have signs that say "Don't carry in this mall." Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, no guns allowed. Right. And you don't see that shit in certain states. You're, and I seen that in this state when I first moved here. I was like, people carry guns around here. Right. So this dude had an altercation with another person. Um, I think it was just two normal dudes. Maybe they were just having a conversation, started yelling at each other. That well, apparently it was bad enough that it started in the in the food court and they worked their way to center court. Yeah. Which is like. That's fucking, that's like a football field length of them shouting yeah. at each other, which is why I always was, I was confused. Why was the person filming them? And it's, there's oh, only one them. way. Yeah. There's only one way is if they were making enough of a fuss yeah, for a long enough time that somebody goes, man, I should film so, this shit. So one of the employees, and you're going to get a laugh out of this. One of the employees from, you used to work there. Mm-hmm. One of the employees, I, I think when you first seen this employee, you looked at him and you went to a bathroom and you seen him with a, a trench coat on. Yeah. And you were like, you got I thought, scared. I thought, he, I thought that I had, was about to walk in on a dead body. I thought that he had just killed a kid. <laughs> so this guy, this guy is just already, God so bless he his was, soul. He was there. He was, bro, he was right next to them. So he said, he came in that room. We're all hiding in the room. He came in just like blank face. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, Are we sure he was or he's not lying? Just listen to the story. It's flares. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I uh, I was actually the one who called it in. He said it just like that. Yeah, I was the one that called it in. And everybody's like, oh, my God. People were talking. It was like, shut shut up. What, what happened? What happened? Because at that point, we don't fucking know. Mm. He's like, I was just walking and uh, two people were yelling at each other. And he was yelling at a, an employee. And he uh, he shot at the employee. And the employee, I guess, had no self-worth of his life and he jumped over 
the counter and tackled the guy. And then other people who had guns pulled out their guns and kind of started shooting each other. So he, he completely came up with a whole pathological lie. Like, I don't no, think that's a lie because if you, there is a report. No, the, vid- the video looks nothing like that. The, the video is, there's there were no multiple counter. shootings. There's no counter. Six people got shot. Six people mm-hmm. were in the hospital. Like, the, you see that video, it's only like, kind of like. It's just, like four people, two people shooting each other, two people behind them. But the, six people got shot. So even if he's, even if he's wrong, he, he, people, four people got shot. Anyways, he's, and then we were like, oh my God, whatever. And then he's like, I, I immediately called it in, he said. And it, it, you know how long it took him to get somebody on the line? Just how many rings do you think it takes to get to the police? If you call 911 right now, how many rings do you think it takes? It's pretty quick, usually. But how many do you think it would? I never called the police before. Um, I think last time I called nine one one. It's pretty quick. It's definitely, I would say, the, for me, I feel like it's under fifteen seconds. So, how many rings is that? Ring, ring, bam, ring, that's ring. ring. Nah. So he he said it was uh, fifteen rings. It's like ring, 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 and he, like they finally picked up, and you know, all hell's breaking loose. And he gave him a description. They asked him twenty fucking million questions. And then where did he hide? I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't ask all these questions. I honestly, when I get back to work and I see LSU, I want to ask everybody's perspective. Yeah. Because there's not just that. So he told that. Did story. they open the store today? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Right. They That's should, wild. They don't care, bro. They don't care. The The thing we got was, um, Hey, uh, I'll just tell you at the end of this. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that he told us, we told us that we were just on complete lockdown. The whole mall, everybody, they're ex- I hate this is I have never been more pissed in my life at people until this. I, I just I fucking hate people, dude. Yeah, I hate people. The average person. It doesn't give a fuck about this. They don't give a fuck about this. So we're closed, right? Yeah. There's fucking blood on the ground all around the, that area. There's yeah. blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, people are walking past it. Oh, why the fuck is the store closed? Hey, I was here, and, I, and they start yelling at us through the glass. Like, what the heck? I want to buy this. I want to buy that. And they're like, dude, s- sir, like, they're, you should get out. We're just waving them off because we're like, how, how unaware are you or you don't give a fuck about anybody except for yourself that you see everything's closed. You see the SWAT team dude, game. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that would be the funniest way for a person to die is them standing <laughs> outside of a store while a mash. Everyone's already yeah. stampeded. Yeah. They like walk in. There's a stampede walking. What's all this commotion about? What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. And they walk in, bro. Why is the store closed? There's SWAT. There. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then just like a mass shooters walking around looking for somebody to murk. And they're like, ah, oh, finally. And then they just blow that yeah. person away. Yeah. We fucked. That would be so funny. There would be the funniest shit ever. Cops are SWAT people running for their life, screaming. And this guy's pissed. So we're sitting in there and we're hearing this person out there like, what the fuck? It really made me so pissed. And then guess who comes strolling in? This this one person uh, is another older person. Hmm? Mm. Dude, Sue was so chill. She came in and was like, what's going on? What the, what's going on? I, I, people are all out there, and it's so hard to get in here right now. There's so much traffic. And I was like, there is an active shooter right now. She's like, what? Nobody told me. <laughs> I literally walked past like 10 policemen, and nobody said anything to me. I was wondering what's going on, and immediately calls her family, and, you know. But uh, dude, she probably just, came up with a, a fake memory about hearing um, a gunshot. Oh, my God. So it. 
that they yeah, seeing seeing those people piss me off the most of like act- that's amazing though that you guys didn't hear it dude i could barely a hear gun. shit back there. have you ever hear, fired a gun no i've never touched a dude, gun dude it is it's so loud it it makes you re understand how loud things can be guns are so loud like when they show in movies that's the number one thing that soldiers always say if we were to ask angel i guarantee you he would he would he would back us up on this they're hearing they get loud yeah they lose their hearing almost immediately it Um, is it is so when you shoot a gun it is like holy fuck i had no idea something anything in the world could be this loud it is so loud and you know like i i think we're i was backstage so i didn't hear hear shit as well over the screams and stuff too so anyways so that that's happening um almost like 40 minutes goes by we're still in lockdown Everybody's like, you know, either just like flustered or acting weird. People act weird in these situations. And I always tell you, like, I love working at this place because it is very chaotic, even when when there's not a shooting. Yeah. It's very chaotic. And you get to see people's true self when they're super stressed out. Yeah. And I fucking love it. I don't know if that's bad to love, but I fucking love. I think think it makes sense. I love seeing people because it's their true form. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're. So what'd you see? (laughs) So, of course, like people that work there, you know, leadership wants to calm you down, mm-hmm. but they're not calm. Mm-mm, exactly. And somebody, they took a, I don't even know if I should say this. Yeah, just say it. They took a paper mm-hmm. and they wrote down everybody's names with a pencil and they were trying to figure out who died. <laughs> And they were like, okay, who we got? I'm just going to say your name. We got Robbie here. Uh, has anybody heard Robbie? Well, let's call Robbie. Let's see if he's dead or not. Hey, Robbie. That's some you, squid game shit right yeah, there. Yeah, you bro. okay? Oh, Robbie's okay. Sweet. Are you with anybody else? Okay, cool. Circle all of them. They're all okay. Okay. Have, has anybody heard from, uh, and he, they, he says, has anybody heard of, uh, have anybody heard? And. And I got I, then you when you hear like somebody you yeah, like, you know, yeah. like if they heard of Robbie, I'm like, fuck. Where, okay. Right. So I immediately text and text her and she says, I'm OK. I am in the custom. I'm in the customer's car right now. <laughs> so she she ran out the back and they're all holding hands. We're like, ah, 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 get in the car, get in the car. And then gets in somebody's car. And they're hiding in the car, just like like laying back, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> What do you think about that? Would you do something like that? No, I wouldn't get in a person's car. I, w- I would either get in my own car. Would you take somebody in your car? Would you like, come on, baby? Yeah, I probably would. I probably would. I'd probably put. I wouldn't get in my car, though, because unless you have easy access to get out, if you're in a parking lot and a mass shooter walks out and now you're in a traffic jam. Oh, that was the worst thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> So somebody was in the bathroom. I bet I bet a million dollars you can guess who was in the bathroom. We, we, yeah, we have one bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always it's one bathroom, changing room. It's That's everything. That's not how a good bet works. You shouldn't bet a million dollars on something that I already know the answer to. Okay, but anyway, I knew you ahead. would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's almost impossible not to, it's yeah, yeah. Not, not know. So look at look at my cat. She loves your shoes. It probably smells she probably smells your cat. Smells my cat. She's going to pee on my cats. Is she is she horny? No, we we uh, okay, spayed her. All right, because I don't want her to pee on my. No, she, we spayed her. So he, he uh, I text he texted me. I didn't even know he was at work. And he was in the bathroom the whole day. <laughs> and it, it's so funny. 
he's actually funny. Like he's actually funny. Like if you if he t- if in in text chat, like he's very descriptive. It makes him seem just I don't know. He's very funny. Like if you read what he's saying, because maybe, maybe I, in my mind I'm like, oh, he's joking, but maybe he's being dead serious. But he said he heard all that. The same thing we heard. Which just shit a and then more. The al- yeah, the alarm goes off and he's like, oh, shit, I better get out of here. You know, wipes off, gets up and he opens the door like like this with his fists out. He said he opens the door with fists out, ready to swing on people. And he just seen a flux of customer. I just like to imagine him coming out of the bathroom and he's like, you know, like. A, and like, the people, the smell is so intense that the people don't like, they like turn around, turn around, ah! turn around. There's a bomb. Turn around. But he just said he just slipped right into the stream of people running out and he went to his car and he got the fuck out of there. But he said he couldn't get out of there because of uh, the, all the traffic jam and mm-hmm. people were just hitting each other in their cars. Wow. Yeah, bumping into each other and shit. Yeah, that's the last thing I would do. I would stay. I would at least wait. Like if, if we're here right now in this in this apartment. And the apocalypse started. News is like, everybody get to shelter. And everybody's like, fuck that. I'm going to get in my car and get on the freeway. You don't and have get- a car. No, I'm, I'm just saying, this yeah, is what yeah. people are going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're going to get in their car and get the fuck out of here. I'm not. One, because I don't have a car. Right, that'd be but, the biggest reason. But two, if, even if I did, I would not get on the road because you're just going to be in a traffic jam and you're going to be vulnerable. Yeah, the instinct to immediately flee. Like, I thought about that with the Austin blackouts and all that. And I'm like, people getting on the highway to try and get out of Texas. I'm like... Dude, Texas is from Austin. It's like a twelve-hour drive to anywhere outside of Texas. Yeah, and then you have to deal with everybody else is trying to do the same. Yeah, they, you it's, might it's as well impossible. just start eating people, it's like impossible. eating your neighbor or something. So just wait it out, and that—that's what I, you know, yeah. we we did. And so the they're going around. Let's go back to the people going around trying right. to calm people down, get a head count. I'm overhearing people talking about. And it was uh, it was this Italian lady, the t- this tan Italian lady, yeah. and they were trying to have like a secret conversation about like you know what they should do. And I'm just out there listening to them. And before I went out, to li- this is the reason why I left that room. The reason why I left that room was not to like get a vibe of everything. Was one of our friends came in there. He's more my friend, big bearded gentleman, bald head. He came in there looking like death. He was pale, and I he was really shook. Mm. And I was all like, "Hey, man, like you okay?" And he's all like, he like looked at me and he was like, "They're not answering their phone. They're not answering their phone." I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Who?" He's like, "My girlfriend, dude. They work at the mall." That's right. Yeah. At like over near where that happened. Yeah, pretty close to that. So my mind with the worst place, and he's like, "I know they're okay." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're okay." Like, you want to? I was like, "Dude, you, we want to go find them. I'll go out there with you." Like I was down. Like if you came up to me and you said that, like your friends lost you, especially your lover, I'm like, "Dude, let's go look for them." But I was like, "No, they're probably okay. They probably just left their phone right. and ran." Anyways, they were fine, but they they ended up finding later. There's a there's a jewel place, jewelry place, and they have a, a safe room. And they locked themselves in the big safe. Hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they forgot their phones. So, anyways, uh, so the uh, I was out there and I was out there with him, and I was it was just me and him, and I overheard them, the Italian lady and uh, the guy who takes pictures of everybody, like the one you went on to a comedy show hmm. with. Um, they were talking to each other, and he's like, "We gotta get a head count. We gotta, we gotta do okay. Well, when we get everybody together, we're gonna wait for the customers to leave." And then we're gonna we're we're gonna uh, get a meeting and talk to, to try to calm everybody down. And then she she looks at me and hears me 
sees me staring at them, hearing all this, and she's like, "Like you're looking at me, and I'm 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 the person." She's like, "We gotta calm everybody down," and then see, "Oh, we gotta calm everybody down. We gotta we're gonna have a meeting." I was like, "Okay." She's like, <laughs> and like ran over right away. She kept going up to the security guards and like, like she was just fucked up. Yeah, she was it. fucked up. Yeah, most of these people, most of these people that you're talking about are already pretty neurotic, like with just like dealing with angry customers or whatever. Let alone when you hear a gun and there's a stampede they were and up. they're throwing babies at each other. Yeah, and, they were fucked up. Yeah. And then the other guy who just takes pictures. So they finally get everybody out in the front. You know, security guards watching us. You could see the police uh, are there. They're starting. They're outside. They're not in the store. The police are kind of like closing down other stores, you know, and then so everything's kind of dying down. This is about an hour and some change later. But so they're getting everybody together and um, everybody's just talking about their experience. People are laughing. They're trying to like, you know, there's people there that are funny yeah, and they're yeah. trying to joke about it. And De- uh, uh, what, what do they call it? Death row humor or whatever. They yeah. And everybody's fucking bonding on the crazy dramatic experience, which I think is going to make a lot of people closer, which is kind of really cool. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, the guy who takes pictures a lot, he's like trying to calm people down. But here, remi- here, this is who he reminds me of. Have you seen the new Suicide Squad? Yeah. So he reminds me of uh, John Cena's character. Yeah. Where he he's a good guy. But he's he's a douchebag. Mm-hmm. He's like the douchebag version of Captain America. Right. So he's he, nobody likes him, not because he's just like an evil ass character, but it's just because there's he's something tone deaf and he, tone yeah. deaf and he's he's just, he's just nothing. Very self centered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So he's going around and um, being like, like, I'm having a conversation with this person who is out in the stampede, and they're like basically crying. And she, she said, uh, she's telling me this traumatic experience she had, and she said. I should break up with my boyfriend. Hmm. I should break up with my boyfriend. I was like, oh, why? She said, I text, I, when this was happening, I texted him that there's a school shooting. And he replied, oh, can you bring home a chaser? Yeah, break up with that guy. <laughs> what the fucking ass? Oh. I'll, I'll be honest, though. I'll be honest with you. One of the things that, fu- that, that cracks me up, maybe just because I'm kind of in an angry mood, but things like that crack me up so much where it's just like, damn, you have fucking bad taste in men. Holy shit. You have yeah, ter- especially that person's amazing looking. You have uh, you have terrible taste in men. To, the fact that that's even a possibility. If they're not broken up, then it's her fault. But also, like, how do you even get into the type of relationship? that there's In order to be the type of person that's like, dude, there's an active shooter where I'm at my job, and they're like, oh, that's crazy. Can you bring home pizza? There would have been other red flags. I guarantee yeah, you, nobody, there's nobody 100%. in this whole world. Like when you texted me, there's an active shooter. Think about the number of red flags there would have had to go to for me to go like, dude, why are you even telling me this? Like, what, like, like imagine like y- you would, you would immediately go back and you would think, dude, there were so many red flags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But a- anyways, and she's telling me that, and then this this guy comes up, the the photo, photographer and, uh, who works there. He's like, "Hey, arm wrestle me!" And he like hits that per- girl in the arm. He's like, "Arm wrestle me!" And everybody's like, "Whoa!" And then it was like, "Everybody's like, what arm wrestle?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it <laughs> now!" <laughs> and they, they proceeded to arm wrestle. I walked away. He definitely has Aspergers, bro. I a hundred percent has Aspergers. I walked away. I was like, "That's I, the most Aspergers shit I've ever heard." I in my walked life. away. I was like, "I can't do this. I can't do this." He, this if so- he doesn't have Aspergers, he has asshole burgers. But I made that one up. <laughs> he's got Aspergers, bro. So they proceed to arm wrestle. No. Yeah, they proceed. Why would you ever even entertain that? <laughs> 
I, I turn around and mind you, I want to keep it. So the, the people who don't know, the person we're talking about is on steroids. Literally, the person that we're talking about takes steroids. They like barely work out and they're like equal in my size, if not bigger. At least the top half is bigger. Uh, so and they're and they're arm wrestling a girl. So go I, ahead. I turn around. I see them arm wrestling and she's struggling. She's no fucking shit, bro. <laughs> No shit. Jeez. He's like, oh, I got you. I got you. He would put, he would give me a run for my, well, I don't know about that, but I, I would assume he would give me a run for my money if I was to arm what wrestle. What a weird time to arm wrestle, right? During like a shooting, public shooting, and everybody's trying to calm down. And you're like, arm wrestle. Anyways, he, of course, beats her ass, just bam, slams her shit to the table. And uh, she's like, <laughs> like holding her hand, like, that's funny. And then, um, then I, I just leave. I go to another group because I'm trying to avoid this guy. Just to add to her trauma. Just to add more trauma. Oh, my God. So I, I Yeah, go- you should break up with your boyfriend. Also, I'm bigger and stronger <laughs> than you, and I'm going to demonstrate <laughs> it right now. So I, I start talking uh, to this black dude there, and nobody takes shit, especially black people. They're just like, fuck that. Like, get away from me. Yeah, so it's he- probably like, well, well, also, some of the folks that we work with are from the hood. Yeah, of course. So they've already person- got pounds and pounds of yeah. PTSD. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shootings in the middle so, of the night and all that. So he's just this black dude's shutting down. He's like, I'm just trying to mind my own business. He fucking goes up to him, the the photographer guy who just slammed a girl's hand into the table. And he's like, Hey, arm wrestle me. And he's like, he like backed up and he like put his hands up. He's like, No, bro. He's like, Get away from me. He's like, I, no. And he's like, Oh. And he's like, goes around. I'm like, I look at the bearded dude, um, hanging out with a you know long bearded dude. And I'm like, Bro, he's he's. He's, he's literally walking around right now trying to, that's just his version to calm people down. He's like trying to cheer up the mood. That's what he thinks cheering up the mood is, is escalating the situation into like a physical altercation. Like that's, that's fucking. Dude, thank God I wasn't there. I would have snapped on him, bro. I would have snapped. If he, if, if I saw him do that to a girl, that would have been like the dude, that's it. That would have been like the, yeah. And, and then finally get everybody together, you know, uh, and then what kind of conversation do you have with a person like that afterwards? You're like, okay, so walk me through this. You tried to calm people down by arm wrestling them. It's it's like, cause of. think about all the corporate HR. There's so much shit. There's so much shit. There's like, there's going to be so many meetings. There's going to be so many calls. And how many times do you think he's going to have to explain himself? All the HR complaints. Oh, 100%. How many times is he going to have to tell the story? I actually don't think they're going to do anything. They're not. They're not. Uh, mostly because past experience with dealing with like, you know, people like that and they just don't care. They just like have a talking to you and they're like, oh, it'll, it'll change. Anyways, um, so they finally get everybody together. Um, security guards, one of them sitting on the table where there's I, uh, there's products at. And he's a little shorter guy, long bearded guy, and he's just swinging his legs, and he's just like looking like kind of like a little bit of smile, like. And um, no mask on; they don't give a fuck anymore right now. And then there's a behind him. Um, there's a, a policeman. Yeah, you showed me the photo. Yeah, there's a, with, like an AK-47, like an M16, with an assault rifle. Yeah, like a huge assault rifle. Yeah, that was the type of gun that I was like. Oh, this is how you arm gold. Like this is how you oh, protect yeah. gold. It's like and then in front of him, in front of him was the leadership who were like trying to like have a, a speech, almost like at the end of a great war, and they have to like tell a victory speech, but also keep everybody calm down because their friends have died. They were acting like that. So they were she, that this person proceeds to like talk and being like, 
Yes, so everyone, how can I put this? Everyone, I uh, just want to, uh, you know, say thank you for coming into work today. It was a little bit of a crazy day, and I there's people out there that uh, started losing it. Like people out there that can uh, you could talk to. Uh, there's uh, resources. Uh, there's uh, therapy, therapy, therapy. People you could, and it was so cringy, and everybody's like, kind of everybody's like looking around, like it's like fuck is going on like and i was like i was looking for you because in my mind i'm like oh this is hilarious but you weren't there you know anymore so i was just like this is fucking hilarious and i pulled out my camera to take a picture because i want to get that image that image is something that i never thought i would see of just ak for whatever assault rifle in my work and people just surrounded and making a speech and then so she's like "Oh, oh and then fucking uh, one of the secure guards, he just cuts her off. So, excuse me. The guy sitting on the table swinging his legs. He's like, excuse me, can I say something for a moment? And then she's like, oh, of course. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. And he's just like still sitting on the table, like just chilling, almost like he's just like he just had a beer and he's just like, oh, cool. he's trying to. That's how you calm people down a little bit, right? You just want to be like the way you're sitting, your hands behind your back. You just want to open and just co- talk to people. So he's just like, yeah, so a lot of you, it's okay if you don't feel anything at all. A lot of you, it's okay if you have anxiety right now and you're stressed out. You know, our minds work differently. And um, if something very traumatic to you happened like this, there's ways to deal with this properly. And there's ways to not. You know, I would say after this, just really look at who's around you. If you have a friend that's an asshole and they're, they're a part of your life, cut the, get them out of your life. If you have somebody letting you love, like spend more time with them. Uh, you know, if you need somebody to talk to, there's plenty of people you could talk to. And, you know, don't don't just go home and drink and do something you love. Do something you love. Just don't go home and drink and do drugs. And I looked over at some random people. I'm like, I'm going to go home and drink and do drugs. And then they're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. But what if what you love <laughs> is drinking? <laughs> That's and what I was telling. I was like, I'm going to go home and do something I love, alcohol. And then he's just like, and then he just said something like that. And he's just like, he's like this. Ha- you've seen how fast this happened. And that's what life is. So just take this. And you this know, guy was a former state trooper. So yeah. he's probably experienced things like this. He said multiple that. times a week. Yeah. He said that he's like, I'll just want to tell you guys uh, that, you know, I've been in situations like this. I was at a, an active shooter where nine people died. Multiple people got shot. And, you know, it's hard to deal with. But in the other security guard there he's like he, this guy won't tell you this and he's like points at security he won't tell you this but he's been shot you know he's been shot by somebody and and then he got the guys like <laughs> they're like just like laughing like <laughs> he hits the he hits the guy with the police officer he's like hey, you know you know and um they're just like there's ways to deal with this and there's ways not to so just take your time go home and do something you love or some shit like that it was way better than right if you i it really made me appreciate those guys mm-hmm I mean, it made me appreciate like people that are um, protectors. Right. You know, every society needs those protectors and we should like hold them up to higher standards. And this whole like defund the police thing, like there's a lot of stuff we can agree with, like them being one of the biggest gangsters in the United States. So you have to spread the wealth out a little bit. But those dudes there, they're security guards now. They're not fucking. Yeah. You know, they've been through some shit. Yeah. I I mean, I would say there's both sides. We do overdo the hate 
what we do overdo both. The warrior culture in America is overdone, and that's why you have the shooting to begin with, right? So we need warriors. It's it's two things. On one hand, is we definitely disrespect warriors too much because we definitely need them, and this idea that we're gonna live in a totally violent free environment that we could make this utopia that's not going to happen for a thousand years so right now in current day you still need violent people on your side but we've also done it too much where the whole reason why you have two fucking retards pulling out guns at each other in a mall is because we've overdone the warrior culture i agree with that so i agree with you on that but it's like the whole reason like you can say it's like man it's great to have warriors yeah but the whole reason why you need warriors is because of other warriors. So we've definitely overdone the warrior culture here in America where there's people and it gangsters, rednecks, doesn't matter. It's all over the fucking country. That warrior culture here in America is too fucking intense where people will shoot each other over an argument. Yeah. Of course. You know. There was uh so end up going home after that. And then I was just like trying to reflect on that day and it was a weird day to start off with. Uh, I took an Uber to work, and I need to I need to start recording these conversations. I don't know if it's legal or not. Who cares? But it is you, to be put on TikTok. I think. Okay, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, because it's like Chinese type stuff, right? And it's okay to do like. Chinese I'm just making thing. a joke about the fact that there's all kinds of shit on TikTok. The shooting is probably going to be on TikTok. Oh, 100. So like, my Uber driver these these guys are characters, man. I swear you're gonna you you should have to talk to them. And usually these characters will strike up a conversation with you. You're not gonna like it. You're gonna be like. Fucking, but like, if you force yourself to talk to these people, it's fucking like you could write a bit about it. it this guy who picked me up in like a tiny ass, like a uh, red, I think it was a Subaru, and he was like a white dude, blonde hair, blue eyes, and he was um the most Californian mm. person I've. And he was just like, I get in the car and he's like, hey, man, are you vaccinated? And I was all like, yeah. He's like, you don't have to wear your mask. But if you do, I understand, man. I'm vaccinated and it's okay. And I was like, okay, man, like calm down. And then he's, we're driving. We're connecting. I tell him about my life. He tells me about his life. He tells me some from, from Florida. And he's all like, man, yeah, everybody. He's just like really opens up. He's like, yeah, everybody thinks I'm really weird. And and uh, it's, it's really hard to find people of my tribe. And I was like, I totally agree with that, man. You know, I'm on my way to work right now, and there's not a whole lot of people that I work with that I could really level with. And then he's like, he pulls up, and we're almost there, and he pulls up. He's like, oh, he, he like we're almost there, and he pulls over a little bit, and then he like turns around, and he looks at me. He's all like, before we leave, I just wanted to say, he looks at me in the eyes, he's like, you're gonna have a great day. That's like the beginning of a movie, and like cut to the opening credits, dude. And then it's the day where you experience. I a teared up a little bit. I was mm-hmm. like, "Dude, thanks, man." He's like, "Yep." And you matter to people. I was like, "Thanks, man." And his name was AJ. Mm. And um, I'm always gonna remember you, AJ. He probably was my guardian angel that day. AJ, my guardian angel. Thank you. You you saved my life, AJ. But yeah, overall, fucking crazy, man. Overall, crazy. Is there any other stories? I want to hear like anybody else. I'm going to get more. I'm going to get more because. Yeah, dude, that is an extreme human experience. Yeah. That is an extreme human experience. You know, uh, I didn't go to work today, mostly because I wanted a day to recover and reflect on it. Yeah, I I find it odd that they would open because, I mean, I can tell you for a certifiable fact, if I was working that day, if I hadn't quit, I would sure as fuck call out the next day. 
No question about it. Not even like a, I'd be like, nope, I'm taking another day off. So that means a lot of people, a lot of people, and I didn't call out that much. A lot of people would call off the next day. So why would you even open the fucking store? They knew it. And, and you know, it's, you know, these customers aside that don't give a fuck. You went to a place where a, there was a shooting at a store and you, and you volunteered yourself to go to the store to work there because a lot of, you know, a lot of people were traumatized and they still open the store anyways. And those customers, remember you told me about those customers who like, you're like, why weren't you open yesterday? After the shooting in Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you were like, and, and I was like, there was a fucking shooting and she's like, yeah, but still. And I literally went still what? Still what? Like when people, when it's that extreme, I don't put, I take the gloves off. I'm yeah, like, 100%. I literally was like, still what? What do you, still what? She's like, nothing. I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah, you, you're an <laughs> asshole. You're an Like, that's what pisses me off the most are those people. Yeah. So, uh, I got to write home, you know, Dandy. There, there was a period of time where I said, I'm okay. Just like I texted you, I'm okay. Mm. And I didn't text them back within five minutes. And that five minutes was pure hell for Dandy, my partner. And, and Dude, I, got, I believe it, man. I yeah. literally for an hour was like, is this motherfucker in a mesh? Like, because I couldn't, I didn't know. And so I'm literally like, dude, there might have been a, is there a mass shooting? Like, is, is, is he not texting me back because there was a mass shooting at the Apple store? It, it really made me appreciate, you know, the, 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 the people I had in my life. It was a total perspective shift and it was in a positive way. And you know what, man? Like, why not? Like, why don't we just go up and, you know, move the, move to Austin, do stand up, do, do something that you really want to do to achieve yeah. your goals because fuck dude like life is so life yeah. is so short that shit like, were you thinking about like dying in the back of like were you like <laughs> no i wasn't gonna die i wasn't gonna yeah. die i mean in my head i'm like it, I, I i was i had so much you're talking about a scenario i played i worked for for that for that in store for nine years and i thought about that scenario every yeah. single day every yeah. single day i thought about that scenario. it's 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 the I sh it's fucked up it's a perfect place to shoot people it's, it's amazing it hasn't happened i think he, uh, i think this company keeps it on the down low they I, do there's a lot of stuff well remember the one manager told us that there has been they've come very close to having mass shootings there many many yeah. times there's been stabbings there's yeah been people, uh, yeah and they somehow fighting. keep it out of the news yeah they, yeah definitely you know they're really good at doing that so um i get I, you know danny's like get a ride home i'm like okay so my bearded friend gave me a ride home and you know, oh, he, he got a call, though. He got a call from his girlfriend. She said she was all right. And it was a huge relief. You know, I I, I just I just like when that when somebody says like, you know, yeah, they're not responding. You know, dude, that's such a painful experience to think about. You know, like you're somebody getting killed and you haven't heard back from yet. Dude. Yeah. If we didn't have cell phones, this would be this would be a horrible time to think and wait yeah. for somebody to come home and see if they're alive. But so for me, I was playing soccer. And you text me. And in my mind, I was like, because there was another incident. There was a bomb. Do you remember that there was a day when there was a bomb threat? No. So there was a day where there's a bomb threat. And this has happened a couple times where there was like somebody, there was somebody with a gun walking around. So they closed the store. And in my mind, I was like, okay, let me just remind myself. Most likely it's not a shooter. Like that's not, you're probably fine. Everything's fine. And I was playing soccer, so like I put my phone down and I go play soccer, and then I, I kept just like checking my phone like every yeah. ten minutes, 
And like, it was really weird how for like, I big part of the reason why I was playing soccer. Cause I was like, there's nothing I can do. There's yeah. absolutely nothing I can do. So I should just try and take my mind off of it. But what was funny was like every like 10 minutes or so I'd come back and I check my phone like that motherfucker still doesn't text me. And I'm like, mind you, I also then immediately search the news and local news. This isn't New York, right? This is not a major yeah, city. Yeah. We have no pipeline. I'm refreshing the news nonstop, trying to figure out what the fuck. I'm checking Twitter. Nothing. But Where'd we live find in- it at because people said they found it pretty fastly fast. Uh, after after a little bit, it did show up on the news and then they showed the the, the video of the shooting. Oh, yeah. That shit was fast. Yeah. The uh, So I get a ride, ride home and then they, they closed down the store early. Thank God. Um, but the I, I just can't comprehend people that have are emotionless and they can't find any connection with other humans. Like, it's very interesting to me. I, I could I, I want to talk to them. I want to get them on the podcast, stuff like that. Maybe not on the podcast. But there was like one of the some of one of these people we work with. He uh, I guess they have a group chat. I'm not a part of any like work group chat. Right. And he texts the group 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 work chat and he's like hey so does anybody uh want to go uh i'm down to go get some buffalo wall wings is anybody down and then like somebody was like yeah man this is probably not the best time especially to say i'm down like <laughs> um and Wait, then, who was it i don't even know his name he's a new person mm-hmm. he's just like really weird i'll be honest i can imagine after experience like that me being down to to go get drinks with people or something like that but Christian, oh, fuck. So this, I I just was like, I'm gonna go home and I have a loving person waiting for me at home. Yeah. I need to spend some time with them. I, yeah. How fucked up would it be if you if I was a, like, yeah, I'm fine going to Buffalo. Hey, Wild I'm going wings. to Buffalo Wild Wings. You, you stay want home. anything? You want anything? You want to chase or anything? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was fucking wild, man. It was wild, and you know, I wanted to talk about on this podcast uh, mostly because it really it really is helping me deal with it. Uh, I just the thing that really fucked me up again was imagining, you know, the worst possible case scenario, the sounds that people's heads were making while bouncing off the walls, you know, and and how people were acting. You know, it's just so seeing people in that light, you know, it just it felt like it was uh, I felt like it was like a. A fucking dream because I had this dream this one time where it, it's always at a mall. I'm at a mall and there's a pub, oh, sh- active shooter. I'm running around and I'm I'm in, actually you know it's interesting. I'm in that same place in this dream in that same area and I turn the corner and it's you. It's Robbie. Yeah, it's me. It's you. And you you're like, hey brother, let's do this. And you threw me a gun and I was like, okay. And then in my head I was gonna shoot you in the head. I was gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna trick him. I'm gonna shoot you in the head and get rid of that shooter. But um. Think of the liability, though, that that company has because of a tri- hundred people stampeding in that tiny little hallway to try and get out. Do you really think it's going to be a liability? Because in my mind, it is a smaller store. People are always saying, like, oh, we need this you know, larger area and stuff like this. And um, they just got a first taste of something that could happen again, totally could happen again. But a fire, earthquake... You have nowhere to go. You are just stuck in this it's tiny fishing. hallway. It's basically a giant steel box. They either need to limit the traffic going in there, which they won't, um, or they need to get a bigger place. I wonder how many people are going to quit. You really think people are going to quit? At least a couple. I, one thing I found out, people, I didn't know this. Oh, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, because people that work there, 
you know, a lot of older people, that's a chill, relaxed job. They don't need to work there. There's that. And also the amount of people that would be like, I like you probably would look at it very differently. You would look at the space very differently. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not no, no place is 100 percent safe. But um, but it was fucking wild, man. It was wild. This we could, this can be its own thing, and then we could release another one. But uh, I wanted to show you something uh, pretty funny. So what what would you want? What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about um some TikToks? Do you want to? I think there is a couple of bits that I want to do, so I want to save these bits. All right, for another day. Uh, but I did uh want to show you this. I just think it's hilarious. This this little TikTok. Thing your kid has ever said to you. When my son was four, he would always tell me that he wasn't from this planet. Oftentimes, I would find him visibly upset. And when I asked why, he would say, Because I'm not from this planet. When he was around six, we had started talking about it one day, and I asked him to explain it to me, and he said, he isn't human this is just the form he uses on this planet okay I start a cold he chose me <clears throat> exact words he chose me as a vessel for his rebirth and then followed it up with sometimes I really miss home he hasn't mentioned it in a while but still to this day it creeps me out thinking about it what is I think it's <laughs> That crazy video, right? Yeah, I think it's hilarious to think. Time out. I gotta point out. I gotta point out. Yeah, how fucking cool would it be if she just made all that up, like right <laughs> on the spot? So even funnier. Think about this. Mm. So that kid doesn't know what to do with his emotions. He's having gay thoughts, and he's just trying mm. to come out. To or he his got diddled by a priest. And yeah, and she, and she's thinking like she's a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. She's like, my boy, he ain't right. He he he's an alien. He's the from another world. Thing. He's like, mom, I'm I'm gay. Oh boy, you ain't from this world, boy. Yeah. You an alien, aren't yeah. you, mom? I just like man. Oh, you are not from this world, huh, boy? What I think the funniest narrative would be is that he just keeps saying it. He just keeps saying it, and she doesn't believe it. She doesn't believe it. And then maybe one thing happens, like. He gets a perfect score on the SATs or uh, he dunks a basketball or he just does one thing that like just is really, really impressive and nobody expects. And she just goes, I am his vessel. I, I, he chose you gotta me. You got to do a country accent. He chose me <laughs> as a vessel. We got it. We got to tell everybody. We got to tell, we gotta tell the whole world. Honey, honey, we got to get Syndica back. has returned. The second coming of Jesus. The second coming. Je- Jesus blessed us with the second coming. Now this boy, this boy, he's one of the special boys, and I, I love him. He's my son. He's my son. I gotta, call, I gotta call my husband. We gotta get back together, um, and get, and get, 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 get him to the NBA. Um, by the way, that Jamaican Lyft driver that picked us up. Yeah, I wrote down that <laughs> his username or whatever is like, it was something. It basically said I have herpes, but it wasn't that. It was like no, he talked about it. Was something like that. yeah, he did. It he was said, something like lover boy player. Is his, he is said his yeah? He, when he sued and he got you got him all horned up. He did say uh, he uses uh, Clorox 
on his dick. Oh, we were talking about yeah, you gotta soap you gotta soap it up every time. He, he said he uses Clorox on his penis. Yeah, he did say that. And he never gets STDs because he of that. He said, I use Clorox on my dick. And that's disgusting. And and I and we got quiet for a second and we were like, Surely you mean surely you mean soap or something. And he's like, Nope, I use Clorox. And I was like, This black Jamaican man has a white <laughs> dick. He has a white dick. He has a white dick, bro. I guarantee you, he's got a white dick. He's if he doesn't have a white dick, he has like a pink dick. Oh yeah, it's it's fucking. You cannot put Clorox no. on a black dick for years and years and years and not and it something's gonna happen. Oh, 100%. think about anal bleaching. I don't know if they use the same thing for anal bleaching, but I'm just sort of spitballing it's chemicals. here. He's using chemicals on his penis. Well, let's look it up. What 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 goes into anal bleaching? Let's find out. Now I'm curious. I've never actually wondered. Uh, should I use my regular search engine? I probably should find a new one because I don't want to get commercials or something. Oh, yeah. It. I started using uh, DuckDuckGo. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to use a different search engine. And then I'm going to search up how does anal bleaching work? Let's take this out. How does anal bleaching work? Anal bleaching is a cosmetic treatment that lightens skin around the anus. One popular method uses chemical peels. Ew. Peel, your skin's peeling off. It's burning and peeling off. The shit people do, specifically porn stars, or creams to break down melanin. Bro, he's got a white dick. Yeah, he has a white Natural dick. pigments in the skin. These products can also reduce the number of melanin-producing cells around your anus. I thought that was poop stains. Apparently, it's melanin. Why do we have melanin on our asshole? Is it just a last-ditch effort just to make sure if the sun does get in oh, there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To keep us just protected. in case the sun gets in there. It's like, dude, it's either this or it's nothing. Either that's it, you're fucked. Um, does but the, how does it work? It doesn't use actual bleach. Okay, so maybe his dick's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still tell myself that, you know, I had a whole bit about this about animal cruelty testing and all that shit, and um, and people like, you know, we we have our our hand lotion is uh, animal cruelty free. No animals test it. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is really not that impressive. That's not that impressive. I mean, if you need animal testing for your lotion or your shampoo, what the fuck are you putting in that shit that you're like, you know what, let oh, me put true. that on a monkey first. Now, if you said our anal bleaching kit is animal cruelty free, no animal testing, that's some fucking ballsy shit. I oh, would 100%. respect the hell out of you. Any, if any, you test, if you literally just go, you know what, dude, well, I'm putting this straight... I. I'm so confident that this is going to work. I'm true. literally going to put this that. on my ass. Then you are a fucking scientist. Oh, for sure. You are a goddamn scientist. Anything bro. that's going to be like applied to your skin. Yeah. That's not tested. That's yeah. A, that's Imagine the move. poor bunny rabbits that they put that shit on. They put like put some ointment on and they're like, what the fuck? I want to see video. What happened that? there? I want to see video. <laughs> I kind of do too now because. I, what do they, you think a bunny? What if they put it on a, on a butt rabbit? On a, like what if like what if um this is too fucked up for even this podcast? But what if you put cream on an on a bunny rabbit to like make it bleach and it just full on immediately starts eating its own ass, just consuming <laughs> itself, just going anything to get rid of this, and it just starts chomping <laughs> on its own asshole. <laughs> but how do they know it's hurting him? You, or like they? Observe. What do you mean? How do they know it's hurting them? They're, They're like, an oh, organic maybe he likes thing. It. Maybe he likes it, and he looks at it, and he lick it. He's licking it, dude. It's eating its own asshole. Maybe it's just that good, man. You never ate. All asshole? right, so maybe the Jamaican man doesn't have a white dick, but I'm gonna imagine him as having a white dick from putting Clorox on. I, I, I. 
He really did say that. He really did seem like he meant it when he said he put Clorox. Like he said he was putting bleach on his dick. I laughed so hard and I thought he was joking. And, and, and didn't, he was we, didn't he confirm that he was like, I was like, that sounds very painful. And he was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's, it, it's painful. But that's how you get rid of STDs. He's Jamaican, man. They probably have some voodoo ritual bro, stuff they uh, do. Bro, to be honest with you, though, that is just like. I guarantee you, if you Google it, you'll find like 20 different other things you could do before that. This guy reminds me of some guy who has a wife and he's just cheating on his wife with a bunch of whores and burn stuff. Yeah. Or it's one of those things where he like he like has a wife, but like he's not actually married to her. He just like tells her like, yeah, you're my wife. And like you're my wife. Now you come to me uh, to America. Yeah. Um, I want to show you another my wife. My wife. I. I want to show you another video here. Let's um, go. This one uh, is actually both of these are a little related. So would you like to hear? Uh, Just a, pick one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling lucky today. This is a four-year-old Canon. Preacher. It says Canon the preacher. Let's go. Let's go. Child preacher. This is a baby. That's a baby. The baby is struggling to open the book. Praise Jesus. I'm praising the Bible. Praise it. I'm praising the Bible. Only one God. Oh, one God. Look at all these fucking retards. Like <laughs> to the main church of Pentecost. Of Pentecost. He's, he's wiping Pentecost. off his face. He has no sweat glands. This little kid, he's so young, dude. How's he wiping his face? Mississippi, where that Jackson is. Remember the Lord done for us. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, get it. Jesus. That's his dad forcing him to do this. <laughs> he said he wants the money i want to see that that video is from 10 years ago i want to see where he is now he, he wants the money you give him jesus jesus wants your money that's what he wants who do you think has more power that child or the people making that child do that always get into it now watch You hear this music in the background? This yeah. eerie music. Yeah, it's getting dark. Watch, 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 watch. He just goes fucking running around slapping people. Give me your money. Give me your what my daddy said. You're going to give me that money. God is the only one God. I love the preacher tonight. Oh, look. I love the pizza tonight. Here's his dad talking. I love the pizza tonight. I think I love the pizza tonight. I, look at this dad. He's like, oh, my boy. This boy, I got the spirit yeah, in the, him. The father's like, yes, my son. Kill him. The spirit deal. The spirit deal. 
The spirit didn't annoy The spirit him. deals in Mississippi tonight. His dad and I were surprised because he was saying victory. Victor. We're going to have a red hot revival. We're going to have a and, red uh, hot revival. Me, that was uh, unique. That's a term I haven't really used. Red hot revival. Wow. That's he used the term hot. red hot. Bro, he is so happy. My brother. Have you ever heard a child say the term red hot? The first time I heard somebody say red hot, I, I just seen money. Now I, I just seen, I mean, prayers. I seen I, prayers. Now, I only ever seen the term red hot once. It was on the outside of a chili pepper. I, I seen last person I heard say red hot. It had something to do with the devil. And this, I've been looking my whole life for a child that would just say something along the lines of red hot. Red hot. Not only red hot, but it's There's a revival. There's something red hot oh. in this air tonight. Oh, my God. Lord, Lord, Lord. Praise Jesus. Praise him. Praise his son. And praise all the children. Today is going to be an Ash Wednesday. Today is going to be a Tuesday, Friday. My, my boy is going to make us money and bring all the people to work. I say, here's what we do. Here's what we do. You know how um, my daddy used to run around with rattlesnakes and hold rattlesnakes and they'd buy him. Yeah. Eventually, actually caught up to him and all that. But Got bit multiple times. Here's my here's my little theory I've always had. is Maybe if they had started him earlier and mm. became a little bit more accustomed to that rattlesnake venom, we give that kid the rattlesnake venom, he gets more accustomed mm. to that than... You he, know, when he get older, he won't be he won't have the same faith as my dad. If, if he gets older, if, if he follows through with the snake venom and he doesn't get bit too much, I think he'll be accustomed Look, to it. I'm just gonna just say it like it is. What? That kid's family got thirteen kids. They they're, mm, he, pooping, they they're pooping out a new one every goddamn week. All those butt babies. They're butthole babies front come, to back. The whole out quick all, all son of them. They can't look straight. Not a single one of them. I, I think one of them. I think one of them does have the Holy Spirit inside him. But he, you can pick one out a lot. I don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is this. If it doesn't work, they got another one. Right, they probably wouldn't even know, to be honest with you. They named two of them Tanner. They named two kids Tanner. One was in the second, the second oldest, and the second youngest named Tanner because they forgot that they named the second one Tanner. Uh, are they are they from Louisiana? Are they from Louisiana? Or, 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 or do we need anything? I think they've been here for thousands of years. Holy shit! I think they've been here. The way they, the way they look, they look like thousands of years of inbreeding in just one big happy family. Are we sure one of them, this four year old? I think that might be the best age range to get snake venom put in you. Uh, are we sure he can be somebody that can preach the word of God? Look, I, all I'm going to say about the kid is this. He knows how to keep his mouth shut. Mm. And he knows when to open his mouth. <laughs> and I love a boy that knows how to open his mouth. Ooh, I tell you what, if he could open his mouth just the right length size, I could get That's him right. in the in, in It's the all about quick. preparation. It's all about prep. Preparations. And it's all about taking the right. Reparations and preparations. Reparations. You remember my daddy? My preparations. Da- what did my daddy always say? Your daddy said reparation, preparations. Reparations and preparations. And that's when he owned that big old farm with all the cotton. And I, I used to see that, them going down with them boys. You know what I'm saying? So let's get him over here to the farm. Let's get this boy we get preaching. That little boy in here. We give him a rattlesnake. Let's see how he do. Okay. Cut to the little. I, I want to move on to the next one. You said you had another one. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty here. I got to do some more. Yeah. Okay, this is a funny one. I think you like this one. Okay, let me get this. Oh, this is already hard. This is uh, 
an off duty pilot and he's doing his last flight. So he's on the flight and they got let, you know how it's your last flight as a pilot and they let you speak. I did not know that. Okay. So they let you speak and he's speaking. This is him. This it starts off maybe in the middle. As a young boy, it does not matter whether it was, go ahead, go if you need to. It does not matter whether it was family member or friend or stranger. It happened and I was um, left to deal with it alone. Though I was raised by Christians in the church, I never felt. Can I, can I just say something? <laughs> by the if, way. If you're on that jet, yeah. if you're on that jet, you're thinking we are all going to die. And you can't go anywhere. You can't Do you go remember anywhere. that German pilot that flew into a mountain no, to commit suicide? No, this, this, he this, took 160. Uh, there was a, a, a flight, a full flight with oh, 160 yeah, you're people, right. and he killed himself by flying into I the side of I was thinking that if, if if I heard a pilot, I would say, "Get me off here." Find, figure out a way to break a weapon. We're killing. That I was pilot. thinking maybe we have to kill that he, pilot. If he, I thought I was thinking maybe he he was landed already, but he could. This could be like right when they're about to take yeah. off, and he's like, "Now's the time." I just want you to understand why I'm doing this. Okay, I'm not a bad person. Okay, but everyone's gonna say I'm a bad person, but I'm not a bad person. Every night that he would take away my sense of thoughts and resulting homosexual tendencies, my life kept spiraling out of control. I became a sexual addict and turned to pornography. It's okay. I'm sorry if you're comfortable. Uh, I just want you to hear me. I'm, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but. I became a sexual addict. Is, isn't that always an interesting? It's so weird when people anytime they just like. They just say, like, I'm just saying. It's basically the logic of I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Where, like, I'm sorry if you're uncomfortable. I'm just. So that guy, that that's such a weird logic where for some reason all the time when people make people uncomfortable, they don't really know why they're doing it. And so they're basically the answer they're giving is, I just want to tell you. Yeah. They're being selfish. It's like, I'm sorry for being an asshole. Yeah. Like, but I just, I want to tell you. This is awesome. This is so awesome. Thank God. Yeah, they're on. The, it looks like they parked. They're okay, getting so they they already landed. Thank they, God. But even when you're just landing, you just want to get off the plane. This you know guy's not funny? letting him off. That's the, plane. the funniest thing about that is that flying is the worst thing in the world. It's the worst thing in the world, and. You have to add that on top. Oh, 100%. I just, they just want to leave. Friends and family, every aspect of my life was filled with lies. I even started thinking of ways to end my life so that I would not hurt anyone else. After high school, I moved over 1,000 miles from my home to help my grandparents. This is Sasha Bourne Cohen shit, bro. I excelled in academics at the local college. I excelled at serving my grandparents. Eventually, I learned how to fly at the college, flight school. Before I knew it, I was on track to becoming an airline. This is useless information. I guarantee you they ended this. They After this guy, no one's allowed to do that ever again. I guarantee you oh, yeah, yeah. no pilot on that airline is ever allowed to make a speech in. Oh, yeah. And ultimately, became began flying as an airline pilot. All the while, I am performing as I, was, as I learned to do. During this whole time, I am searching, searching for answers, answers about my sexual trauma. And my sexual <laughs> he's, reading, he's just reading the manual. This guy, this guy, this guy opens up a manual. Trying to escape his head. 
Oh, is that the emergency? Yeah. Oh, this guy, I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Somebody might just blow the emergency. This guy's looking at an escape out of the emergency mm. exit right now. I got married to a woman almost five years ago. I could not tell her about my pain and struggle with homosexuality, even though I was in love with her. Just, just over one year into our marriage, I began to give in to the pressure of being gay. I asked other gay crew members questions about their lifestyle and uh, do you like? Do you, do you, sorry, sorry. Can I speak to you? Uh, hang uh, on, hang on. Actually, I, 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 I know. I think I know what we could take turns, but I know what I, I want to do. All right, you want to watch the rest of the video? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. And what led them to becoming gay? Pretty soon, I was talking, taking part in that lifestyle. I had sex with men and would come home from work trips and pretend that nothing happened. That's the one that I thought. <laughs> this guy is putting his head down. He, he took down the, the, the table off the back seat and he's putting his head down. He's so, he's so in, just embarrassed and just wants to get the fuck out of there. He doesn't want to hear any of this. This is my line of humor. Ultimately, I want to share the love of Christ with you. If you feel comfortable, that's fine, but I will talk to you in the gay area. Thank you. The gay area or the gate area? All right, all right, all right. It's people, people, some people clapping. Somebody asked, is there a lawyer in here? He said, I'm <laughs> suing your ass. Fuck you and your if, story. If it could get any better. Fuck that's, you and your story. Amazing. That's amazing. He said, I don't want to hear shit about your life, bro. That's about it. That's about it. Good afternoon, folks. Uh, my name is Jake Callahan. I was your pilot uh, this this morning and afternoon, folks. We just landed here in beautiful San Diego. It's my last flight today, and uh, this was a, it was an honor flying for Delta Airlines for about 15 years. Before that... I uh, I was in a dark dark place. Uh, I always wanted to fly, but before then, I had a struggle with a deep, confounding animal fetish. I don't know how it ever started. I don't really. It just was always really there. I always wanted to. I always wanted to have sex with animals. Specifically, horses were my favorite. And it got to the point where, because I was an engineering major, I built a contraption and I kidnapped the horse. I brought it into the garage and I managed to configure the horse in such a manner that I could pump it full of enough Viagra and everything like that. And I would just sort of walk backwards into its dick. First time I did it, it hurt so much, but in like a very kind of a beautiful way. And I, you know, it's just like anything else. I practiced and I got better at it. And you, you some days you don't want to do it, but every day, you know, you just got to climb back on the, on that horse. And somewhere along the line, I started looking at myself. I think there was a time when, uh, you know, I was, I was fucking the horse and the, the horse I'll admit didn't want to be there and it was shaking and it broke the contraption and the contraption stabbed 
the 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 horse in the stomach and just just gallons and give gallons me, me of mic, blood, Captain. Sir, sir, yeah. this is sir, this is I. This is my story, sir. Uh, gallons of blood and just organic tissue just flooding, covering me, and I'm just laying there covered in horse blood and guts. You're gonna have to give me the mic, sir. Sir, it won't be much longer, okay? And I just covered and. I started crying. I started crying because that, I think, was my rock bottom. I later realized it wasn't my rock bottom. I still had plenty more to go. Because after horses, I, I guess I hadn't really shooken it up. And I, and I had this idea that I was going to have sex with a live panther. So I saved up some money and I, I, I bought off of a Chinese market a, a panther. And they brought it over. It took about a month and a half and came in this crate. It wasn't a big panther because I think it was hungry. So I tried feeding it a little bit. And then, you know, I, I'm not stupid. Okay. I'm not stupid. I wasn't going to just try and have sex with like a fully conscious uh, jaguar or, or panther. And so I kind of roofied it a little bit. Turns out it wasn't enough. So basically, I get in the cage with the panther. And yeah, I'll just be honest with you. I got fucked up, guys. I got fucked up pretty bad. You're got, in the bike, just hey, me, sir. Just sir, real quick, sir. When have I ever? When it? Wh- I have never asked for anything. Okay, I'm asking this. I'm just asking to tell my story. Just give me a minute. I got pretty fucked up, folks. I had to get reconstruction on my larynx. I had to get reconstruction on my testicles and my penis. Uh, I more or less bankrupted me, but. That was my rock bottom, folks. And if there's one thing to be said about rock bottom, it's that it can only go up from there. And in that hospital, you know, I could barely move because I had so much reconstructive surgery on my face, my larynx, my testicles, uh, my asshole. Uh, I still don't have some of my toes because I couldn't afford to get my new toes back. And... I was sitting in that hospital and it was next to an airport and I would just see these 747s flying by. And when you just you're stuck there in the hospital and you can't move, all you want to do is just move, which is what I did. And I broke out a lot of stitches and I tore some of my stitches. And don't do that, folks, because then they have to get back in there and they have to restitch them. And it usually adds a couple more weeks to your stay. So just folks, I mean, I know this is making you uncomfortable, but I want everybody to learn the lessons that I've learned. Like I want you to come back stronger than than I was and just don't do the things that I did okay folks just don't do the things that I did so then I got into flying I started off uh trafficking hundreds of pounds of cocaine across the border because that's really the easiest way to get your flight records up or your your flight time up not gonna lie I definitely crashed a few planes because I probably should have started doing the simulations first Instead, I just kind of dove right into flying uh, heavy narcotics in treacherous winds that I didn't really understand. But trial by fire, folks. I'm here today. And everybody was here. You know, we all made it. Everybody's fine. I learned how to fly. And then I faked my license and I started flying for Delta Airlines. And I've been here for 15 years, folks. And it's been the best 15 years of my life. I haven't fucked. I haven't had sex with a single animal. I have not had sex with a single animal, folks, not in 20 years. And I'm going to be, again, I'm just 
I'm just trying to tell my story. Tonight might be a struggle. I don't want to have sex with an animal, but giving up flying is is so near and dear to my heart. I don't know what I'm going to do that's going to replace this hole in my in my in my in my mind in my soul that just makes me want to have sex with animals. And so folks, I just hope that I hope that you learned something here today and I hope that you learn from my mistakes and feel empowered to go out into San Diego and enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Uh, uh, excuse me, guys. Sorry, this is your co-captain speaking. Uh, co- no, close the doors. Close the gate. Sorry, we're just going to get the gate open here in a second. I just I wanted to hop on mic here and, you know, apologize to everybody. Uh, you know, I, I really, I really didn't expect my captain to uh, be retiring today. I... Uh, before 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 you leave everybody sit down i just wanted to share a little bit about how i met captain captain victor here um we met on a cold day in in sunny san diego i was actually uh going through a divorce at the time and you know he uh, this is going to sound weird but he introduced me to uh, a couple of cougars and these cougars weren't just any, you know, cougar you get off the streets. These are cougars that he put some time into. These cougars were dragged out from Africa. Uh, they were brought in uh, across the borders illegally. Uh, he then uh, proceeded to show me after a night of a lot of drugs, cocaine, alcohol, PCP, uh, everything you could think uh, we did. He proceeded to take these cougars out of the wrapping. They were wrapped in uh, cellophane and they were stuffed full of different types of jerky. This jerky is not the jerky you want to eat. It's the type of jerky that feels good. It feels good when it's wrapped around your fingers. It's when it feels good when it's wrapped around your body. You could lay on this jerky. So we uh, proceeded to, you know, open up the cougar. Uh, take the jerky, we laid inside of it, we wrapped everything around ourselves, nothing gay, no homosexuality, you know, although him and I did share each other and the, the, the Jesus in my life, he really got me out of this bad situation um, that night, but nothing homosexual happened. It was pure cougar fucking and we, excuse me, excuse me, but sit down. So we, we then proceeded to take the cougars um, and we ate every last bit of them. I uh, got a taste for blood. Uh, I really started uh, liking the iron smell uh, underneath my fingertips. Uh, that night I fully committed uh, to eating flesh uh, raw, uh, not, not cooking anything. Uh, I, I, all week I started uh, fantasizing about eating Victor and, and, and the next day I, I got a, I got a knife and uh, we were flying uh, from a flight to Alaska back, uh, back to New Jersey. And as we landed in New Jersey, I was ready 
to take the pocket knife I snuck on through TSA and stab Victor in the jugular and suck all his blood dry. And I wanted to use him like we use the cougars and stuff him full of different types of jerky materials uh, and then preserve his body in, inside of a freezer, a freezer I had back in New Jersey when I owned this pizza joint. This pizza joint is very, very high, high, high level pizza. The sauce we use is definitely a kind of more on this runny side, but being from New Jersey myself, I do know how to keep the meat very, very fine and very, very fresh. So uh, I ended up actually not going through through with killing Victor. As you could see, he's here alive well. Um, I did invite him back to my place in New Jersey at this pizza joint. Uh, we ended up having an amazing meal. Um, my friend showed up and a lot of us did do some drugs Okay, and praise God that we didn't, you know, do it uh, in an unsafe way. Uh, we used protection, uh, all clean needles. And then by the end of that day, uh, me and Victor proceeded to uh, take some of that meat from the pasta. And uh, and I stole the pocket knife. We cut it up and I stabbed uh, one of my other friends. Um, his name uh, escapes me, but it doesn't matter. He wasn't really a close friend. He was a friend of a friend. And uh, we uh, we uh, we ate we ate his body. We sacrificed him to the Lord and Savior. Um, we we uh, we then uh, kept on with the flight plans. We're here today. Um, ever since then, I've been craving uh, human, human. Dude, uh, that, human that's blood. so fucked up. What? Like, I only had sex with like a horse. Uh, you Are know. you like admitting to all these people that you eat people? Uh, There's like 300 people on this plane. You know, I did it. Con I did it a couple times. And you I guys all heard that, right? Like I thought I was fucked up because I tried to have sex yeah, with a live I, uh, panther. No, no, no. You no, no, eat no, no. people. Yes, I, I I thought we shared this. Uh, maybe it was something. Yeah, but I wouldn't admit that to three. I thought you were joking, man. It's a, it didn't sound that didn't sound real. I thought you were just being nice to me because of all the crazy shit that I do, and you were trying to like act like you like could like hang with me. Uh, no, you, I would say after meeting you, Victor, you pushed me over the edge and you really got me going. And no, that's not, that's not my fault. That you, is not my you, fault. I'm salivating even thinking about fucking those cougars. And the first time I tasted that's that different. blood, that's different. That blood of a cougar. That's different. It really made me want to eat my friend from New Jersey and start a killing spree. They called me the New Jersey slasher. And that's, that's me, not guys. very original. I'm the New Jersey slasher. And, uh, I want to admit that to you guys today because God would want me to do that. And, um, you know, I hope you guys get out safely. Uh, I'm going to probably get out the fire escape and start a life of running and eating. I'm still going to be the New Jersey Slasher. I'll okay. hang around. Well, here. Uh, that was very stressful. I'm definitely having sex with an animal tonight.